Today's episode is brought to you by the people over at Unfiltered. To celebrate their two-year anniversary, their brand new tech suit that's usually priced at $100 will be priced at $75 for the first 20 orders. Head over to unfilteredforever.com and use our promo code BLAZE, B-L-A-Z-E, at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. So visit unfilteredforever.com, promo code BLAZE, and remember, there's a science to being you. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. It's your boy, Be Easy. And it's your girl, Amy. And you can listen to us everywhere you get your podcast for free, 99, Apple, Google, Spotify, all of that shit. Amy? Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Cheesy? Yeah. Word. I, I, I was on my Barber the Builder shit this week. What you had to put doing together? Doing some stuff around the house. I changed out my doorbell. Why? Um, You I, had a Bill Cosby doorbell or something? <laughs> No, I had a, a, it was a, um, a video doorbell. I just changed, uh, what's it called? Changed brands, changed manufacturers. What you doing with your O? You threw it away? I would have bought it. Was something wrong with it? It wouldn't stay paired to my Wi-Fi. And I think that was a manufacturing flaw. Oh. So. So you did have a, uh, Bill Cosby doorbell. (laughs) Cause his shit would never work. Yeah. Damn. But uh What else you did? Nothing just lay around the house. What are you cheesing like that for? Like you got something. No, I was about tea. to ask you about your weekend. Cause y'all you you had a big weekend, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it was our um homecoming weekend from my high school. Mm-hmm. Uh whew, they did it big all fucking week from Monday. Yeah. See, Monday, what did they I forgot what they did Monday. Um Tuesday they did like a throwback Tuesday or something like that. They called it um they did it at this like each night they did it something different. Wednesday they I did I think Wednesday was the wings. Yeah, they did a wings like the wing spot. Um Thursday they did a like alumni pep rally. So yeah, that was like dope. The two bands. They had like the real the the you know, the award winning high school band. Mm-hmm. Then they had the alumni playing and it's like old school side and new school side and they had a basketball game. I was like, damn, these these kids don't go to school. <laughs> um What did they do Friday night? Oh, Friday night was the game. game, Um, And then Saturday they did the tailgate. I don't know if y'all in parade too, right? Parade, tailgate, Mm -hmm. all that. I don't know how y'all do it where y'all from, but around here, high school homecoming big around here. Yeah, it's a parade, tailgate on Saturday and all of that. So, could you imagine? Because you did band, I did it in middle school. Could you step back into the role for the alumni band? No, I, I did it like in eighth eighth grade. I didn't. I was too ashamed to carry an instrument in high school, so I didn't. I didn't do band. I couldn't in high even school. imagine pulling that trumpet back out. And I could playing. play the scales. I could play the scales and play. Um, what's the song when when a military person die? Taps. I could play that, <laughs> but no, nah, I'm not because I don't know. I don't know nothing. Only only song I can remember is like the first few notes of uh, "I'll Make Love to You" by Boys <laughs> to Men. That's the only song I can remember right now. <laughs> like I ain't played the trumpet in like twenty something years. Yeah, shout out yeah. to all the talented people. Mm-hmm. Didn't lose it. Mm-hmm. Some of them, but but I looked at the alumni band and some of them niggas that graduated ten years after me. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying they ain't too too long too out of far college. Removed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. I went to a few parties. Whew. I don't say how niggas do it like be going from club to club. Like I went to one club, left, went to another club, and. I, did, I, 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 don't I know say some I niggas that do it every, every night. Weekend. No, every. Uh, why are you partying? You party on a Wednesday. Like, and, and yeah, that's why. That's why a lot of y'all looking old. Cause y'all do that kind of stuff all the time. Don't get the proper rest. You're not you hydrated. Drinking the water. Drinking all that liquor. <laughs> smoking all the tweeds and everything. <laughs> so that's what we did. Now it's a competition around here. Mm-hmm. Um, between us and this other school, and I know the cheat code we could use in my city. To really blow them out the water, but I don't think they want to do it. 
Oh. So what we really could do is, so my high school, for those that don't know, my high school finally got integrated. Mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. freshman year of high school, they took the school from the quote-unquote white side of town. I think I know where you're going. With the school from the black side of town to mm-hmm. make one high school. So what really, you know what I'm saying? So both of those two schools still do like a they alumni little, weekend. Yeah. But if we combine their mm. alumni weekends, both of those alumni weekends with the high school that's now homecoming weekend, uh, do something, a big event. A big ass event. At the racetrack. Oh. Because the racetrack infield big enough and they got enough stands to hold all them people if need be or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'll blow everybody out the water. It wouldn't be no competition. But I don't think the schools will do that. But we had fun either way. My school only like 20-something years old, so. I used to, I used to like, you know, hate on, hate on the other school that you're talking about Mm -hmm. because of the. They don't get no name. Yeah. (laughs) Because they used to always be like, you know, we started this shit and all that. And and then one year um, when I was working at ADP. A lady, mm-hmm. she told me about the history mm-hmm. behind the school, and that made me respect it. I, that, that was when I was getting on my walk, my woke black power. Oh shit. yeah, I, it's cool. But the school, the black school from my side of town, got that same history. It was older than their school. That's why I don't really care about that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got a, a big rivalry for that school, so I don't really fuck with them like that. Don't wear them colors around my house. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't like I don't like LSU because they got the same colors. Benedict, they all tigers too. Yep, only yep LSU <laughs> tigers too. Yep, yep. Um, only I fought with Benedict because a couple of my homeboys went there, and uh, Big Cliff, he's the um announcer at the football ah. game. So shout out to Big Cliff. Mm-hmm. Shout out. I gotta I gotta see if I can go to the their last game. Big Cliff want me to come. He say he gonna put me on the wheel call. If a nigga put me on the wheel call, I'm there. Free tickets, I'm there. Yeah. So. And shout out to Benedict. They undefeated right now. Undefeated. They got homecoming coming up this weekend. Oh, this they homecoming? This weekend coming up. For real? Mm-hmm. Well, this they last. Maybe that's it. It's they homecoming. It, well, I guess that's their last home game then. My homegirl, um, both her sons, they're twins, and they both play on the team. For real? Yeah. Shout out to her. How old your friend? Same as me. Oh, okay. You know, sometimes people be young and have um, old kids. <laughs> like we was at the tailgate yesterday. Shout out to uh, Stucky and Eric, and it was like, you you know what I'm saying they he, he Stucky was like he getting too old for this because you you know what I'm saying he was like you see somebody and you think you know what I'm saying you don't know who they is they are so you like well, damn who that girl is and then they'll be like that's so and so daughter mm-hmm. so he's like yeah I can't I ain't going out there no more because you don't know who is who so <sighs> yeah we getting old y'all but anyway y'all ain't came here to listen to my home homecoming stories y'all came here to listen to some mediocre podcasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're not aiming not mediocre. I am. Oh boy, please. Yeah, yeah. gotta be humble. They say that's what they say. Nah, I'll pop your shit. <laughs> we ain't humble no more. Um, so we got an email, y'all. We got an email from Susan. Uh, shout out to Susan. Hey, Susan. She said, "Yeah, she been cheating on us, Amy." I, you, I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't email them both two by three, two, two or three, three times. times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? Susie Q. She said, what's up, guys? The last two episodes, y'all have spoken on Kanye. Yay. You got to say his name right. Mm-hmm. He's not Kanye anymore. He's yay. Don't that's get sued now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, his mental health decline. It's really sad to watch this dude hit all his antics. I'm so disappointed, but I try to remember that we are not looking at a mentally stable person. I wonder if he has any true friends. It seems that no one is stepping in to be like, bro, you need to be on somebody's couch. I'm glad that LeBron decided against and that episode of the shop with Kanye on there. Um, at this point, we have to stop giving him a platform. I believe Bees had mentioned that on in the last podcast. I see Noriega recently came out speaking against Ye's comments on Drink Champs. He says he wanted to give him the opportunity to speak, and he didn't want him to walk out. Uh, she said, I was a huge Ye fan when he hit the scene. I was locked in real heavy. His first four albums, I really thought this dude was a music musical genius and I definitely overlooked a lot of things in the past concerning him but I feel like I can't rock with him anymore I have a friend that produced on his album on his uh, Life of Pablo album and I really want to ask him his opinion on Kanye now I know how he felt at the time when they were working together I wonder if it has changed I just read an email where Kanye is out on Skid Row passing out his uh, White Lives Matter t-shirts to the homeless 
He said, really, dude? Shaking my head. I just can't, man. Anyway, keep us laughing and informed, Susie Q. What MA stand for? Masters. Mm-hmm. Mm, I knew it. They always got to put <laughs> it down. Shit on they. Mm. Um, but yeah, thanks for the email, Susie Q. Yeah, that's a lot in there. Yeah, the shop, they decided not to add an episode because of what he said. Drink Champs, they put it up, but then they bought it back down. Mm-hmm. They put it, they took it down. Did you watch any of it? I listened to it. I didn't. I, I didn't catch it. By the time it, I was ready to listen to it, it was gone. So they put it up while we were recording. While we were right. recording last week, mm-hmm. and so the next morning I went to listen to it. It wasn't up anymore. They had taken it down off of like the podcast platforms. Uh. But I found it on YouTube. Oh yeah. So I was watching it on YouTube. I got through like an hour and a half because it was like a three and a half hour interview, and he was saying a lot of stuff. But um. In the meantime, he had um he had said something about I guess we'll just get right into everything. Mm-hmm. Um one of the earlier things he said in there was he uh mentioned that George Floyd didn't die from the neck on his knee. Um from what was Derek Chauvin? Um that he said he hit, they hit him with the fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Um and that's how he died and he was praying for eight minutes. Eight minutes, yeah. Um and then when he called out to his mama, he was actually calling out to his to girlfriend. That they call her mama. That's one thing I believe. That makes sense. Because people were saying he was calling out his mama. He knew he was coming home. <sighs> All right. Is that what you believe? <laughs> but it makes more sense that. Because I want to say the girlfriend was there. When that was going down. I know he was at a store. But either way, that just makes a little sense. But when he was saying all of that, I, I was just thinking. All of that stuff he was saying, he saw that on that documentary that he just watched with Candace Owens. Because mm-hmm. they recorded that document. They recorded that episode maybe like a day or so after he was went was with goofy-ass Nick, um, goofy-ass uh, Ray J and racist-ass, <laughs> um, uh, what's my man's name? Kid Rock. Kid Rock, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I don't really feel no kind of way about Kanye, though, because, I mean, I like his music, but. I, I don't. Because everybody's like questioning whether he's, you know, this musical genius. And I still think that he's talented. He's just in a bad place mentally right now. That, that That's not taken away from his uh, talent as a musician. Outside of that, though, you do you think he, who you think is a musical genius? Is there anybody you think that or you don't put that on nobody? That's a that's a high. That's a that's a really big thing who to put on like somebody. Baby face. And I'm, yeah. Okay. It, anything face touch. Touches is uh, Teddy Riley. Okay. And you won't, you might not like me for this, but don't say that man. Name. I, I mean, he hey, he produced a lot of. We shit. don't say his name here. <laughs> we don't say his name. He here. produced a lot of shit. He produced a lot of shit. Thinking about twelve year old prepubescent girls, <laughs> that was his motivation. Maybe if I thought about prepubescent girls, I would make <laughs> great music too. I don't know. Maybe that's my flaw. Maybe I'm just too good of a person to be blessed with such talent. I'm just. So I, I saw um, a com- <laughs> I saw a comment on uh, Facebook this morning, mm-hmm. and um, someone that was preparing comparing Kanye and R. Kelly mm-hmm. in the black community. Well, saying that's that, it. She said the name, y'all. Good oh night. damn, no, my bad. Not fuck with you. Go ahead, in the black community, you. saying that um, black people was quick to cancel Kanye. And still won't let R. Kelly go. And I'm like, who the fuck cancel Kanye? Because everything I'm seeing is, nah, y'all, y'all, Kanye, that's freedom of speech. Y'all need to let that man talk. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody who canceled him. I seen us wanting him to get some help. I see more people like saying they're disappointed in it. Are, yeah. are they saying they can't rock with him? But it really, so here's the crazy shit, right? People, it was a good bit of people to say they can't fuck with him with the, um, White Lives Matter shirts, right? Mm-hmm. But then when he said the shit about Jewish people, they like, well, he's just telling the truth. <laughs> Them people trying to get him or whatever, like so. It, it, I, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think nobody counseling him. Yeah, I mean, even with the whole White Lives Matter thing, I still feel like that is a part of his mental health. I feel like that's just he's spiraling. Yeah, he going opposite of what he thinks. Everybody else is saying, mm-hmm. trying to be a. Um, it's a lot of people like that. That like, no matter what it is. Um, people gonna talk shit about it just because it's the opposite of what the main. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when when the, the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich came out, did you oh, get it? Ooh. Did you get it when it was the lines? 
No, because it wasn't around here. It wasn't? Mm-mm. Our, lo- our location didn't get it until that second. Location uh, came? Into, no, to the, uh, the real. Wave. The real. Because oh. remember, they ran out of sandwiches for like three, four months. Oh, and then okay, they was so like, the first wave. It came back in, in like November, October, November. Okay, okay. So like it was some people that would talk negative about the sandwiches. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't this, that, and the, but, but like I didn't get it in that first wave either. And I, I really wasn't trying to stand in the line or whatever. But when I was like, well, when it, I get a pr- chance to go, I'm going to go and get one. Mm-hmm. And I got a chance to go get one. And I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I just went and got it. And it was good as fuck. Like it tastes like they chicken just. On a sandwich. On a sandwich. With, with some sauce on it. With bre- You had sauce on yours? It, come, it got like a special sauce. I had the regular. It's not like mayonnaise, but it's I got like mayonnaise a, on mine. Oh, okay. You had the um I think they had it like it was like a spicy yeah. mayonnaise or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to say that shit ain't now if you don't like their chicken, period, if you say I don't like their chicken, like it too seasoned or too much bread right. or something, that's valid. But if you just say that shit overrated, you, you, probably you never tasted it. You being a contrarian. <laughs> probably never even tasted it. So, so he to me he seemed like one of them people who would be a contrarian anyway. Mm-hmm. That's another sandwich. That people talking about. Oh yeah, you talking about that brisket? Mm-hmm. What I liked it. I th- I did too. I liked it all the times I had it. <laughs> yeah, you, some people just like that. Yeah. I mean, if it gets you likes and shares, go yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Kanye. Yeah. So he was on Drink Champs. Oh, and then she mentioned in her email that um he gave out um White Lives Matter shirts mm-hmm. on Skid Row. Well, it was a lady. That uh, she decided to go out and combat that because he gave out the uh, White Lives Matter shirts on on Skid Row. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm not going to allow their desperation to lead to their harm because people want to dump stuff like that in our community. Um, this lady named Shirley Rains, she runs a nonprofit called Beauty to the Streets. I um, say it provides services to homeless people in Los Angeles. Um, says it's not acceptable. It's not OK. Um uh, what the fuck was he? I'm trying to stop cursing. God damn it. She said, uh What what was he thinking giving the people them shirts? I want let me see. So um there was a video on Twitter by on a Twitter by a Twitter account that appears to be associated with uh stylist Ian Connor or Ian Connor or whatever, who is an associate of um Yay. And it shows boxes of the shirts being handed out on a busy street. Um, so I guess it wasn't him that did it. Maybe mm-hmm. his people did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she wanted to give out plain white t-shirts to them so that, you know, nobody wouldn't try to harm them or whatever. That way they, you know, could have shirts. Right. I mean, that was just irresponsible because, you know, you give that shirt out to somebody who probably need it, more than likely need it. They're going to wear it and they could get harmed by it. Mm-hmm. That that was very irresponsible. But if you believe that nothing is wrong with the phrase, then you wouldn't think that nothing, no harm will come to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, it's just a shirt. They need shirts. Um, how do you feel about Noriega taking it down, taking the um interview down? I feel like he didn't want to. I feel like his hand was forced. Mm. Damn. I, I still don't feel like he f- sees the wrong in it. Did you because see if his he apology? did, he would have never put it up. Did you see his apology? Mm-mm. He apologized. He said, um, he said he didn't think, you know, he didn't agree with what he said about George Floyd. Um, and then he was like, you know, the stuff that he was saying about Jewish people, like he in the interview, he kind of like told him, like, now nah, you can't keep saying that about Jewish people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I got Jewish friends, and you think all like you got somebody with you that Jewish, like then why post it? I think in the beginning, let me see. If it would have been out for like maybe a few days, mm-hmm. I would feel like somebody got in his ear. But how quick it, but I don't know though, because it came out Sunday and they took it down before the next day. That's just, I want to think Nori ain't that type of a I don't think ball. I don't think Nori realizes because I did see a tweet mm-hmm. <clears throat> or something, some type of quote from him where he was like, um, he he's a damn good journalist. No, you're so not. So from, from a journalistic standpoint, he felt like that was a good interview. When really Kanye just feels safe there talking and they let him go. Because, yeah, they didn't really 
journalism is like when you're asking these tough questions and getting to the bottom, they ain't, they ain't gonna do shit, but just let him go. <sighs> I don't know. And, and a journalist have to know when not to put something out that if it could be uh, detrimental. So to I don't somebody, think, yeah. I don't think that he wanted to take it down. He probably would have let it ride, but somebody was like, nah, Nori, this guy, you can't keep this up. Even, um, even Charlemagne said that, um, well, he told Nori not to not to put the interview out before it came out. Like he either told him not to interview him or to not put it out. Mm. Um, and he said it on the um, Breakfast Club. Did I know you listened to the Breakfast Club? Or, I missed that one part. Oh, uh, because it was after Donkey of the Day, and mm-hmm. it was like later on when everybody turns it off. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I usually do turn it off for about eight oh seven after the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Ask you click. <laughs> you find a podcast. That's exactly what I did too. I turned <laughs> find a podcast, but they kept saying we gonna talk to Nori. Matter of fact, I want to say instead of them doing Ask Ye, they bought Nori on. He called in. Yeah, like I don't want to hear. I want to hear this dumbass questions these people got to ask. Um, ye, um, I wanted to know how do I get my credit straight? Pay your shit on time, bitch. Um, let me see what else she said. Oh. They were saying something like people were saying stuff about his mental health or whatever. Um, he said he 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 said he had mental health issues. So if he said, I mean, that ain't us putting that on him. It's him saying it himself, like he was bipolar or whatever. But um, anyway, saying it and not getting treated for it is different. I think it was a point he was getting treated. It, yeah. yeah, Kim Kim was making him take his medicine. Yep. And now look at him. Well, because of some of the stuff he said in that, um, in those interviews and things that's been going on, it's something he did with Pierce Morgan lately too. But I didn't. <laughs> did you know what he did with Pierce Morgan? He went on Pierce and he was calling him a boy. He, he was, was like, "Hey Pe- boy, really? Hey boy." <laughs> I know he was telling um, Pierce. He's like, "How much money are you worth?" Or whatever. Yes, and he was like, "He was calling well, him broke." <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not gonna take any advice from you because you until you make as much money. He as called me. him a broke boy. <laughs> um. Well, because he said those things about George Floyd, the family is not suing him. Um, they plan to file a $250 million lawsuit against Ye. Um, Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office ruled that George Floyd's death was a homicide caused by Derek Chauvin leaning, kneeling on his neck for over eight minutes. Um, that could be why Nora took it down, too. He ain't want none of that. Smoke. Yeah, he ain't want none of that, yeah. Uh, attorney Pat Dixon the third said Kanye's comments were are a repugnant attempt to discount George Floyd's life and the profit from his immu- inhumane death. We will hold Mr. West accountable for his flagrant remarks against Mr. Floyd's legacy. Um, and they also, oh, okay, attorneys for the family have also issued a cease and desist letter to Ye for his comments. And people bring up first rights, first amendment rights, freedom of speech and shit. But uh, they say free speech rights do not include harassment, lies, misrepresentation, and uh, misappropriation of George Floyd's legacy. Some words have consequences, and Mr. West will be made to understand that. Mm. Mm, hate to see it. Yeah. Um. I guess it's uh. Let me see what else. Oh yeah, Balenciaga. They've uh, decided to cut ties with him. Um, no plans for future projects. So he Damn. always was talking about them. Um, it was something else too about before we. Oh, he planned to buy the social media platform um, Parlor, the um, conservative. That's where all of the racist white people mm-hmm. went because they couldn't say what they wanted to say on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. So they went over there. That's they. Got Donald Trump after he got um, kicked off of Twitter. I wonder what it looked like. I don't know. I wonder if black people can get on there. Because, like, if you just sitting around being racist to other races, like, is that fun? You should hear me talk about a Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I like my Mexican, my SAs. I got a friend, though. She 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 be talking shit about y'all Mexicans. I I tried to talk to her. She was like, she'd be like, This lady can't drive. I'd be like, damn, I be calling her. And you know what she was. I'd be like, don't say it, don't say it. A Mexican. 
shout out to my essays. <laughs> I'm Mexican. <laughs> she don't think Mexican people can drive for shit. I think they can drive. <laughs> the more people in the car, the better they drive. Um, uh, so yeah, they want to. He wants to buy parlor. Um, let's see what else. With uh, Kanye, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm gonna try to say his name, his you know the name he oh, want to be called as. The story that I saw this week about Ye, and I immediately thought of you. What? He said he was responsible for Django, which is Cap. <laughs> and you want to know why? I I say it's Cap because um. So he said, this is what Ye said. He said, Tarantino can write a movie about slavery where actually him and Jamie, they got the idea from me because the idea for Django, I pitched to Jamie Foxx and Quentin Tarantino as the video for Gold Digger and then Tarantino turned it into a film. Um, But Jamie Foxx wasn't supposed to play Django. Mm. Will Smith was supposed to play Django. But Will Smith said he turned down the role because Django really isn't a hero at the end of the movie. He don't get mm. to kill the big bad guy. Mm. Um, Dr. Schultz, shoot, shoots, mm-hmm. sh- shoots. He killed uh, uh, big. Uh, oh, can you Calvin see Will Candy. Smith playing Django? Exactly. No, it don't feel right. It don't feel right. Yeah. So Will turned it down, and that's how Jamie got the on roll. So that's why I'm calling Cap on that. And that lets you know there's some some stuff going on in his head. Mm-hmm. Like he is. Um, he is reliving events that didn't happen. And what 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 part of that movie are, are could could be could fit gold, with gold digger? digger. <laughs> a western. Think about the the song Gold Digger in the in the video would have been a western. And Django was a movie before. <clears throat> I never watched the old one, but mm-hmm. Django was a was a uh, western before. The real Django ah. was was in was in um the original Django was in this movie Django so I don't know I'm t- t- yeah so he cool. he relived this whole thing in his head mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm calling cap on that until we get further uh further notice now speaking of Jamie Fox do you would you have thought that him and Fancy had something going on possibly. Their their on screen little romance was too cute, you know. Okay, well, Garcelle Bouvet, Bouvet, she plays Fancy on Jamie Foxx. She said she revealed that uh, Gladys Knight caught her and Jamie Foxx secretly sharing a kiss. Um, she appeared on Uncensored, Unscripted. I guess that's a podcast or something. Where she start shared that the legendary singer busted her and Jamie kissing during the wake of their rumored relationship. Um, she said, I knew Jamie from a living color and our chemistry was through the roof. Just like what you said. <laughs> she said, we st- we did steal a kiss one time backstage. Gladys Knight came around the corner and she saw us. And I remember being so embarrassed. Gladys Knight played Jamie's mama on the on show. On the show, yeah. yeah. Oh, was that? What you call it one now on the show? Harriet. Patty LaBelle? No, not Patty. I think um, Harriet played his mama one time and they switched out for Gladys Knight. Harriet from Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she said, "I remember being so, being so embarrassed, but that was a one time thing. I don't believe you." <laughs> he tapped that ass. Um, Why said, would she be embarrassed? Probably that they got caught kissing. And think about it. That was like they probably was like thirty or something like that. And then you see somebody grown come around the corner, and you 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 have reverence for them, and they catch y'all <laughs> kissing at work. I don't know. Said they never had officially dated out of respect for their friendship. But you wanted to. So it ain't platonic, Garcelle. Um, she <laughs> said, I love him so much. But had we had something back in the day, we wouldn't be the friends we are now. Um, now, this is what let me know she want him. I've seen him grow into this amazing man, this amazing father. He's really great. <laughs> yeah, she want him. Um, he probably still hit back in the day, though. He, he probably did. Jamie's father said, I think. Me and you should have been together. So every time I see, I guess whoever nigga she dating, I'm like, damn, I fucked up. So every dude, I give them a really shitty look. So Jamie still <laughs> want it. Jamie probably gonna hit. Oh, girl, yeah. go get Jamie. Get him away from them white women. Damn, I was about to say that. <laughs> Dada Umar bad. will be happy. Dada Umar will be happy if you did. Um, 
I got a question. Mm-hmm. So it was a video going around I saw about this uh, black lady. She's not getting charged. Well, the, the prosecutor not going to charge her um, in killing this Kansas City firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to give her the self-defense. Um, you know what happened? Like, what's the bet? I saw the video, like, the guy so, was... Apparently, the, the firefighter wasn't minding his motherfucking business. Okay. So they were in a, a, a business. I think it was a restaurant. And they were out of something. And the the black guy had cursed at the cashier. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, y'all ain't got no more motherfucking... You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And the firefighter, the white man, felt like he was being disrespectful. Okay. And... To me, that don't sound right because we don't be cussing people out like that for being out of stuff. If we if we do, it's not like that. Not like y'all ain't got no motherfucking my wings. Y'all out of lemon pepper, bitch. Like we ain't doing nothing like that. We probably say something. <laughs> okay, I've seen niggas. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. We supposed to be. Uh, we supposed to be. Uh, we supposed to back each other up in public. So publicly, I'm gonna back you up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We don't do that. That's not us. So that's definitely not so us. The, the, no, it's not. The firefighter overheard this, you know, altercation uh-huh. and took it into his own hands. He wanted to be a superhero. Yeah. And and then, so they went out. You know, it ended up outside where I guess he was trying to citizen citizens arrest his for cousin. I don't know. It ended up in a tussle. So I was like, maybe these niggas was in here stealing. <laughs> um, these niggas in here stealing and. Nope, that was that was a story. The man didn't break no law. Wow. He, just, he just cussed at a an employee. And now your ass dead. And they got away with it. Yep. She not gonna get away with it though. She gonna need counseling. Oh, damn. Cause yeah. The first time I caught a body, it hurt my soul. Yeah. I, I, Used I to it sleep. now, right? It still hurt a little bit, but not, you know, it don't hurt the same. You know what I'm saying? I missed and stepped on that lizard, y'all, and it told me to pieces. <laughs> my mama had to console me. I, that was the first body I caught, that lizard. Yep. You it stepped on me. a lizard. You must have been moving fast. No, I, step, I forgot how the lizard died, <laughs> but I was distraught. My mama just flushed it down the toilet. Oh. <laughs> that was the first body I caught. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to know the backstory behind that because if y'all haven't seen it, they, I'm glad they – all the videos that I've seen, like scroll, I I never watched the whole thing. I don't think they show. They don't the whole show the thing. shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, she's like blurred out. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's holding the gun. It got an extendo on it too. She's holding the gun, which is probably illegal. <laughs> um, is but isn't it a point where he hands her the gun? Like he's on the ground and he hand her the gun. I didn't see that part. But it was it one video. Be. I want to say that happened. And she's like, "I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot. Stop. I'm gonna shoot." Mm-hmm. And he didn't stop. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't stop, but we're gonna have to stop. <laughs> Take a commercial break. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. You. Yes, you. Did you know you have the unique ability to positively impact a child for life? It's true. Becoming a licensed foster parent means your ability to make a life-changing difference in the life of a child is a certainty. Hi, we are Family Preservation Community Services, a private nonprofit foster care agency that works in both North and South Carolina to help children have loving and nurturing home environments. Do you have an extra bedroom? Do you have the patience to help mold and shape a child who may be a little shy and reserved due to past neglect, abuse, or other traumas? If you answered yes to any or all of the above questions and feel you are that somebody who has room in their hearts to foster a child, then please give us a call right away at 888-782-3424, extension 11 or 12, or visit the website. That's fpcscorp.com. We know becoming a foster parent is a deeply personal decision. So we greatly appreciate your consideration and we can't wait to hear from you. This is the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast. Amy, you got a um extra bed at your house? No. Oh, you don't? No. Nope. <laughs> Are you that somebody? I actually thought about it. Just thought about doing a foster kid? Word. Yeah. But then I thought about how much money. They get paid. They get a check. Oh, wait a minute now. I don't want to be one of them people now. I know a lot of people back in the day 
used to have a house full of foster kids and treated them like shit just to get the check. Yeah, but. that's probably why we're in the predicament we are in in the state because of people like that. I thought about it, but I couldn't work the same type of job I had. Mm-mm. Yeah, you so. you you don't get that freedom no more. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not unless you go grab a teenager. And then what? Oh, and then. <laughs> Yeah, but then they might live a fucked up life because I be gone early, so they be sneaking people in the house and shit. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot of foster kids growing up. Like different people would like get them and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they have foster kids. And sometimes they'll be there for a little while, then they be gone. Yep. Then they'll come back to the house and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, y'all hit uh FPS up if y'all thought about being a foster parent. You know, these kids need a place. Mm-hmm. These kids need a place. Um, somebody else who got a place. We talked about this guy. Guy from Superfly. He was part of, what was it, Snow Patrol? Yeah. He was part of the Snow Patrol. Now, we talked about him earlier. Uh, Kalen Walker is 27. He was convicted in April of three counts of forcible rape. That's the worst guy, I think. Yeah. Two counts of statutory rape and two counts of rape by intoxication. Um, according to the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. Um, so he was arrested in 2018 on the charges and was released on bail, but but he was ordered held after sentencing. Um, the rapper's victims who were models alleged that Walker reached out to them over social media offering to help them professionally. Walker would lure his victims to locations by telling them there was a music video shoot or that he was going to introduce them to someone famous. He was alone with the women. He sexually assaulted them. That's what the, uh, they told the police. Um, the rapper, who went by the na- stage name KR, released an EP in 2017 and played a, <laughs> a gang member <laughs> in the 2018 movie Superfly. Did you consider them a gang? No. That <laughs> but I guess they would be a gang. I mean, they wasn't throwing up nothing. Like, but they were a crew. They, they all had the same, same colors, yeah. And they did do nefarious things. Yeah. So I guess it would be. Damn. Did they have a call? That's a blizzard sound. Yeah. <laughs> snow patrol. <laughs> that when that time to go. <laughs> time to come. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Somebody mess with us. That's <laughs> a snow patrol. Yeah. This um, is a horrible nigga. Yeah, he is horrible. <laughs> But you know what? I want to. I bet in his mind he didn't rape nobody. They came. They wanted to get drunk. I got them yep. drunk, and then I had sex with them, and she ain't even know it. Damn. Rick Ross, number twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. He gone for. He got sentenced to fifty years. Right. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Say fifty to life. Fifty to life. Mm. I mean, he could be eligible for rolling when he's seventy-seven. I guess. Yep. So. Y'all get consent form signed and all kind of stuff like that. That reminds me, you watched the show on uh, Hulu called uh, Reasonable Doubt. I haven't started it yet. And I know you said like all the episodes was the name of Jay-Z songs. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm starting that tonight. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a little bit too much sex for my taste. Oh, they fucking? Yes, they fucking. Oh, you know I'm going to like it. (laughs) Yeah, every, every, every time you turn around, it's somebody fucking. Um, Ooh. You ever been to Scarewinds? No. Me either. Uh, that's because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> but, I mean, when last time you been to Carowinds? Ooh. My kids ain't never been, so before that. Oh, so at least 12 years. Yeah. Um, well, they'll be, you got more time to go because they expanded the year-round operations. Now, how are they going to do that when it's cold um, outside? Shit, niggas put on a jacket, I guess. Um... Beginning January 2023, the park says they added winter operation operating days in addition to the early season and spring break operations. So we'll provide guests the opportunity to experience even more seasonal events and explore Carowinds the entire year. Man, I hope the prices go down. But it's going to cost more money to, to stay operational. But they'll be making more money, though. So maybe the price, I'm saying like, so the summer month is the busy month. Mm-hmm. So I figure like the prices will be up because, you know, Mm. People will be more free to go there, but in the winter they'll be wanting to bring people to come. Pause. So <laughs> I figured they would um, lower the prices. Um, Let's see. Let me just go turn the water off. Damn! It says celebrates fifty. 
the 50th anniversary in 2023. I didn't know it was open that long. I guess, well, shit, my whole life. Damn. And it be jumping. It do. It says the 2023 season marks the beginning of 50 years of Carolina Fun, a limited time special event that's expected to bring exciting entertainment, enhanced food and beverage offerings, and other immersive experiences. Uh, sound like some pockets about to be hit. <laughs> well, yeah, Scary Wednesday always do that this time of the year. You know, when it, when it gets uh, scary times. Spooky shit. Yeah, when I have to watch what's the commercials that they're playing because I be getting scared. Wait, now what? The yeah. commercials? Yeah. Any all the movies them scary movie commercials. I don't watch. Man, my baby watched scary movies. Yeah, your baby also watched Friday. <laughs> you know all the cuss words in Friday. He don't watch all the screams. Screams ain't scary. I'm talking about like with demons and shit. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this new movie. It's called Terrifier Two. Um, says it centers on the ill-fated resurrection of a sadistic clown named Art. So it was really. <laughs> It was released last weekend um, and earned $2.3 million on seven, on just 700 screens. Um, but the dark flick has proven to be a horror for the eyes and the stomach. Say fans have taken to social media to share their frightening accounts of seeing Terrifier 2 on um, reporting that people are fainting and vomiting in the movie theaters. <laughs> uh, one of the film's producers even took to Twitter to issue a warning about graphic violence and brutal depictions of horror. Um... Uh, one person said, "Oh no, this is another movie." So I heard about this from my child. What teenager who wants to go see it? They playing around here. Mm-mm. Where is they playing? It? I don't know, but he want to see it. You got that app? <laughs> he told me about it. Yeah, it was one movie. I don't know if it was this or not, but I saw like a clip or something, and they were saying like, um, no, this was another movie. And it was like the scariest movie. I forgot what movie it was, but they based that on the heart rate, the the um the average heart rate of people that watched that movie. Like it was so elevated, but I don't think it was this that, and that's what they made. It was the scariest movie, but this movie right here, I don't, I I haven't seen the commercial for it, and I don't plan I to. Never, that's why I was like, what is this, and where it come from, and what happened to Terrifier One? I well, never heard of this before. Terrifier One came out in 2016. <laughs> this is the sequel, Terrifier Two, hence the name, <laughs> Terrifier Two. I'd never heard of this, but he wants to see it because he don't believe in scary movies. He said nothing don't scare him. All right. About like this little <laughs> little bad little boy. I was at my homeboy house last night. And um they were little I mean he just acted a little I say he bad, but so the police was across the street. And we were sitting on the porch and he was crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm you know, I'm laughing because he crying. I'm talking about he was hard down crying. And then it was like, yeah, his daddy got locked up. I was like, "What?" And then so now I got serious, uh-huh. and um, and they came to his house to get his daddy, like his daddy probation officer, like Aww. said some shit and got him locked up or whatever. So they came and got him. So that's why he was like, "I'm talking about bawling, crying." If you see this little boy, he always um, active and talking trash and shit. But um, after they said that, I was like, "Oh," but he was terrified of the police. Mm-hmm. So that's his horror movie. This little boy, he's scared of the police. So. Damn. Maybe like Police Academy or something to scare the fuck out of them or something. <laughs> Not Police Academy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was something I saw. I guess we'll get into this before we get into um our quick hits. Oh, hold on. Let me find it first. And I thought it was interesting. Amy, you've been mm-hmm. in relationships. I've been in relationships. Um and uh it might be a time when we get in another one. But there's some rules that this website has come out with. It says it's the first signs that um, signal a relationship won't last. Oh, hell. All right. Let's go. Now, you, you let me know if you agree with it. It <coughs> says, uh, one, it says relationships that don't last often begin with love bombing. Um, it says love bombers generally not, generally are, love bombers are generally not after genuine attachment. They want ego strokes, arm candy, a nurse with a purse, et cetera. <laughs> <clears throat> nurse with a purpose <laughs> <clears throat> once they achieve that goal they get bored and move on another sign is when one person is more invested than the other mm. they do all the emotional work hoping the person they desire will eventually return their love either they finally realize they're giving away giving away more than they're getting or the other person finds someone they'd rather be with and exit the relationship mm. 
Mm. Do you agree with number one? Mm. And and okay, I agree with it, but then I I I like it. I like love bombing. Love you do? me. Love me. Like over obsess over me. Text Ooh. me text me fifteen times a day while I'm at work. I like all that shit. Really? Mm-hmm. I agree with it. Especially at the end when they said something about um they realize they're giving way more than they're getting. Yep. And then they just be like, fuck this shit. Yep. So that's true. Yeah. We'll do the first five. We might revisit this every week. Uh the second thing it says when the scales of compromise are persistently imbalanced, mm. says you can't change someone. But you can change yourself on behalf of your partner. You can make a change because you know it matters to your partner and because you know your partner does the same for you. And there's an overall sense of balance and fairness. And because when it comes to an issue where one partner has a compromise, the issue gets weighed and resolved based on it is more important to. <laughs> when the scales of compromise are persistently. Yeah, I agree with this one, too. Mm-hmm. When somebody else always compromising and the other person don't never compromise. In that case, you don't like that person. You don't like who they are. So what? just go ahead and move on. You don't like them. You don't like them for what they are. Oh, you mean, well. <clears throat> you shouldn't be trying to change them. I didn't take it as that, though. All right. So let's say, like, you want to get wings and your partner want to get pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You, yeah. you compromising what you want. That's how I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, you always it, the one compromising. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of on you though. Sometimes you gotta But if your partner don't do the same for you, compromise for you, then um so I guess that's my would, baby daddy. What? Who compromised? I always did. Mm. Here's number three. This might get everybody right here. Says we all put our best foot forward at first, and growth requires some discomfort. But when we are someone completely different to appease the other person, red flag. That's kind of like what I was just saying. For example, if you don't drink but feel like you need to be a sommelier to be accepted, <laughs> this is a problem. So that was you. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> it it was until I realized that I don't like you. So <laughs> back then you weren't Amy; you were Ame. I would say I was Amy and then I was slowly turning into Amy's 22 cents and, oh. he, and he didn't like that. Mm. Were now, you I could, always Amy's 22 back cents? And, I think I was. And for him, he needed Amy. Mm. And You didn't want to be Amy? I didn't want to be Amy no more because that would mean I would be small. He wanted me to continue to be small. And you're supposed to think big. I can't say the big <laughs> Think big, bitch. There you go. You said it. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, he, I, 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 I was, um, I was finding more creative things to do, and I knew I wanted more, and he wanted me to stay small. Oh, and I, that what that was part of the reason why we. Split. I mean, outside of you know, the dick, you you know, sharing that dick all over at Athens, Georgia. But um, was it good? It's all right. Well, I mean, it's good things you got to share with other people. <laughs> sure. Share that, share that dick, girl. But yeah, he he would always say that, like I was on my phone too much. But I was, you was tr- trying to become Amy's twenty two cents. You was trying to become a social media influencer before a social media influencer yeah. was the thing to become. Mm. Number four, it is important to note that although cu- although couples who are willing to make a relationship work may be able to find solutions and compromises for for almost any difference or hardship that comes their way. There are a few signs that indicate long-term success in a relationship may be a challenge. A few of these signs include personal characteristics. Why did I say that like an Asian? <laughs> uh, personal characteristics mm-hmm. and willingness to grow and make changes is a requirement to long-term relationship success. A lack of willingness to grow and a lack of accountability almost always leads to the destruction of a relationship. A partner who is unwilling to change how he or she thinks or perceives things, we usually find blame in the other partner. And this may eventually sabotage a relationship. Mm. You were shaking your head all through that. Yeah, because people, you, you're you not supposed to be the same person. Say a couple's been together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be the same person that you met 10 years ago. Y'all are both supposed to grow. You know them two toothless and they be singing and stuff? 
<laughs> they like they they might be um they might be crackheads. Mm-hmm. Um, you think you think they changed in that since they got together? Other than them losing the teeth. Uh, <laughs> hmm. They still going strong. And yeah. they'll beat a motherfucker for each other too. They will. Yeah. She always be saying, This my man and stuff like that. Like I wonder has has they been the same the whole time? Have they been the same the whole time? Mm. I, I don't see any growth, but they probably not the same. They're going backwards. I'm sure they didn't meet as crackheads. I mean, you think they're holding themselves accountable? Mm. 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 They not. They, <laughs> lack of accountability. But they still together, though. But they all they got. Sometimes yeah. he love her. Sometimes he love her not. <laughs> Who's but he ain't that? letting her go. That's mm. all he got. Jimmy Cozier. That's what song it is? Mm-hmm. He, was that, I thought that was a bad boy song. I think he did have ties to bad boy. Uh, um, yeah, I don't like uh, somebody that's. I be, I see a lot of dudes like this that unwilling to change how they think, and they just stay. And the you same. know what? Them the women they cheat. probably still dress like they did in their heyday. Mm-hmm. So like if they, they senior year high school, they was, they the, was shit. the shit. I bet they probably still depending on the age. Probably still got a lot of like Tommy Hilfiger. Mm. They probably still wear baggy jeans. They probably still wear jean shorts. Shout out to Doogie from um from uh the Music Jones podcast, but he said like dudes who got them pants that ain't tapered at the bottom and they be all buff. He called them um soggy frosted flake pants at the bottom. <laughs> so them dudes with them soggy frosted flake pants. <laughs> yep. I can picture them pants in my head. <laughs> um all right, number five, this is the last one. Uh, it says couples often show up to therapy with question with the question, will this relationship last? Therapists instinctually response the therapist's instinctual response is anything can work out if you put work into it. However, doing the work is a complex concept and is dependent upon one's level of self awareness, as well as the ability and willingness to be curious about one's partner. Some early signs that a relationship is not going to last are an imbalance between the couple's level of self awareness. Um, when one person in the relationship is able to recognize and admit their role in conflict and the other is not, the imbalanced dynamic is not sustainable for the person who is more self-aware. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I had that happen to me. That's why them baby daddies be always wanting their family back. After they realize it was them the whole time. It'd be a couple weeks, yep. <laughs> I had somebody that happened to me and they came back a couple weeks and like it was their fault, this, that, and the third. I was like, okay. You didn't go back? Yeah, I went back. <laughs> I allow people to spend the block. You can spend the block on B. I don't mind. It might not be the same, depending on your if level. If I take you back, you ain't getting the same, Amy. And yeah. that's that's what happened with me and my baby daddy. Oh, uh, you got to do when he When I let him back in. He got Amy 44 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was very easy for me to let it go a second time. Mm. Like yeah, I'm not fighting for this. You don't pack your shit. Mm. We'll revisit. We, I think it got like 15. We'll do five more next week. 15 got to be six because that's very big. Six is the next one. <laughs> <laughs> six was very the, big. Six was the next one. Okay, I'll yeah. be prepared to talk about that next week. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of stuff to say about that. Yes, Lord, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Speaking of sex. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. We professionals over here, y'all. A uh, college football player has come out as gay. Hey, yo, my man. <laughs> oh, nah, I can't find it. Hampton. A Hampton University uh, football player is the first football player to come out as gay. HB, the, no, 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 I can't come out. The first. No, he came out. <laughs> <laughs> the first HBCU football player to come out as gay the young man's name is byron perkins Byron, Mm -hmm. and he plays for hampton he says i'm gay let it be known that this is not a decision or a choice yes this is who i am this is who i've been and this is who i'm going to be i wonder how his career gonna go Mm. i don't know if it's mm. do we care anymore 
Obviously, we do if he's the first one, and they making a damn fuss about it. I, I hope he's good enough to play like yeah some days because if he's I mean some seasons because if he's not then yeah it, if you mediocre just suck dick in the locker room and go on about your business but yeah like you have to be so good until they have to play you mm-hmm. um like um what was the guy he came out he went to um, Missouri and he came out he got drafted but he never uh, played I forgot Sam, Sam um. Michael Sam, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and I want to say what that happened to him? he just didn't really stay in the league. He didn't make it. People try to say that it's because he um, came out as gay, and that's why I wish he would wouldn't have come out. But now we'll never know though. Mm-hmm. I may maybe he come out after he been in the league a couple of seasons. But it's, it's a um, it's a guy he plays for the um, the Oak. I mean the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. He like an offensive lineman. But he's like, I, th- I want to say he's like real good. He came out and it, they, he came out and nobody really said anything. Hmm. So I remember that episode of, um, damn, this is supposed to be quick. My bad. The, the episode game. of The Game. Yep. Yeah. And that boy was grinding up on Malik, getting that lasagna what, out the What store. song was it? Birthday Sex? What song were they listening to? Put You to Bed. Put You to Yeah, I can't listen to that song. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I think I'm about put him. Put You to Bed, Malik. He was like, <laughs> he was like why you? <laughs> he was like, I'm saying you brought me over here. We drinking and you you baking. <laughs> It's like, him, nigga, I like to cook. He made him some lasagna. <laughs> yeah, he made him lasagna, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, for the rest of the, like, the next game, he wouldn't go in the center. He would ever do everything from the shotgun. Oh, yeah, because he was a center. Yeah. <laughs> in the position he played. Oh, my god. Yeah, because he was a center. He was the center. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so something that I got really excited about, because mm. two things I love, ice cream and liquor, Jenny's. And Jenny's got some real good ice cream. I was you gonna had, ask you if you ever it's, had them. It's really good. You have to order them or something. Um, or you can buy them out of like both. Target. I don't know if Target has it. I know Harris Teeter does. Oh, okay. You know Harris Teeter got all the high end shit. Yeah, yeah. Rich so, Amy, Rich Amy. <laughs> so they are teaming up with Uncle Nearest to bring us boozy eggnog. Oh. And I cannot wait because, well, three things I love, ice cream, liquor, and Christmas. So I cannot wait to get my hands on this. I might try that out. Can, can you get drunk off of, um, mm, it probably ain't enough in it. To get off of drunk. liquor stuff. Cause I, I've had like rum cake. Is rum in rum cake? It's in mine. You make it? Mm-hmm. Can you, you can't get drunk off it though. Mm-mm. My kids eat it. I like eggnog though. And I like eggnog with liquor in it. So, mm-hmm. Mm. And it's it's in stores. Well, I don't know about the ice cream, but eggnog is already in stores because really? you know, I mean, Christmas is gonna be here very soon. Yeah. Um. And is Jenny's black owned? Jenny's is not black owned, but of course, Uncle Nearest is. So. They should have got with Ben and Jerry's. Ooh, because Ben and Jerry's, we know they. Yeah, they calls. woke as fuck. Yeah. So. But. Uh, you can get this um, starting on August, October 27th. So I will be looking for it so this week. Wednesday. I think Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday, one of them mm-hmm. days. I'll be looking for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So you watch BMF? I know you watch BMF. Yep. Can't wait. We're supposed to come back January? Yeah. And they got a BMF documentary that starts tonight, which is y'all listening to this on Monday. So it came out last night. So it's a documentary series that's going to come. I want to say. It's supposed to last until BMF come out. Till the start. Yeah, till the TV show come out. Crafty ass, Fifty Cent. Yep. <laughs> he make all of it run together because yep. the last episode of uh, Kanan is today. The, oh. the finale, the season finale. Maybe it's not. Maybe that was it. It start that starts the last episode of Kanan, which people have already seen. But anyway, Crafty ass Fifty. Um. B, uh, BMF is getting some new characters. Cool girl. Uh, Monique. Yep, that Monique. My sweet babies. <laughs> that Monique. My sweet babies. Um, and in the picture, she has something on her head. A wig. Mm-mm, it's a um a turban. You know, she don't like people to wear bonnets. Oh. Mm. Well, I guess she in the house, so it don't matter. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Carisha. Carisha Brown Lee, You don't know that girl Better known as Young Miami She said don't call her Carisha in the streets Call her Young Miami Y'all don't know me 
Yep. And then when it named the show Carisha, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I hope she don't got a speaking part. I was trying to figure out how that's going to work because it's supposed to be in Detroit. Unless maybe they, she on a part when they go to Atlanta. Gotta be. Because they eventually got, got to go to Atlanta. Like, how long are they going to be in goddamn Detroit now? <laughs> I'm ready for my cousin to be up there. And also, Cash Doll is going to be reprising her role. I like Cash Doll in that show. Oh, yeah. I, I've never heard any of her music. <gasps> What's that song? These niggas for everybody. That's mm. my favorite song for, by Cash. Well, Cash, you're wrong because I'm not for everyone. I'm from for one particular young lady. <laughs> you gotta listen to the song. It, it is oh. a, um, it's like the wife and the side chick going back and forth with each other in the song. It's it's real interesting. Mm. But yeah, I do agree. These niggas for everybody. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> in season two, Meech and uh, Terry will be coming back along with the daddy that everybody hates. Lala's gonna be on the show. So I am ready for January. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good. A lot of mediocre acting with great stories. Ooh, I just missed a really good segue because we about to talk about liquor again. Oh. <sighs> now y'all know I love me some Douce. You do? I do. Thanks to you. Really? Yeah. You like more brown than uh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely a little brown, but mm -hmm. I think I probably, probably started drinking more Douce because of you. Well, I have an influence on people. I don't know how much I'm going to be drinking now because Jay-Z is about to sue Bacardi. Mm. Um, you know, of course, his deal with Ducey is through Bacardi. They hiding the books. They're not letting Jay-Z know exactly how much money they're making off of, you know, his name and his likeness. So um, he is suing them to to figure out where the money going. Mm. He going to win. I, I've yet to see him lose a lawsuit. Like, Just, he sued... Um, I'm trying to think who was it? I think somebody tried to sue him and he turned around and sued them mm. and won. So, well, I'm um, Jay. I do like Duce, but Hey, you tell me to stop drinking it. I'm gonna stop. So I'm, I'm following you. I want him to come out with a tequila. Mm. Yeah. Cause, Cause he didn't have the vodka, right? Yeah. They had Belvedere. Yeah. Um, no, not Belvedere. I'm sorry, Armadale. Armadale, yeah. Yeah, Armadale. And now you got Duce. He got champagne. It's too expensive for me to buy. So, yeah, do a tequila, Jay. Tell me where to spend. I'm, yep. I'm going to be there. And last but not least, this story, like, I probably shed a tear when it came out. What? Almost 7,000 chickens. Oh, God. Lost their life in a late night fire. And this oh, is local. This I? is local. This happened in Lexington County, South Carolina. And y'all, the chickens. <laughs> fried, died, and laid to the side. They are fried and they died. They died. They, yeah. Damn. They gone to chicken help, Lord. In Lexington County, the Batesburg Leesville fire. Almost 7,000 chickens died in a chicken house. They gone on to the ch yeah. the chicken coop in the sky, yeah. Lord. No people were hurt but the chickens. So that means that not only are we not going to have the chance to eat these chickens, but the price of chicken is probably about to go up for Thanksgiving. Price of eggs, too. Oh, the eggs. Eggs are. I remember I used to get eggs for 79, 89 cents. Eggs higher than a motherfucker right now. But now. Oof. And with Thanksgiving coming, you know how many eggs I'm gonna eat. What you What you be cooking? I mean, you need eggs for the macaroni. You need eggs for the potato salad. You need eggs for the cakes. You cooking all that? Somebody is. Uh -uh. I mean, I'm hosting, so oh, you are gonna be me and my sister gonna be cooking all that. Or if y'all have a little extra, you know what I'm saying? Just send out the bat signal. <laughs> leave the plate on the door. I ain't even got to come in. Just leave it outside. <laughs> Heavy on the starches. Um. I guess we get into my favorite segment. Um, scam of the week. Um, this one goes back a little while, but hey, we got it here now. It's a 30-year-old woman. Uh, she's been arrested on the Spanish, Spanish island of Tenerife for allegedly faking her own kidnapping four times to extort her mother. Uh, the woman allegedly sent her mother a video earlier this week that showed her blindfolded and smeared with blood. In the clip shared by the Civil Guard, a man is also seen 
behind her with a knife. Mommy, they've kidnapped me, the woman sobs. <laughs> you can't say anything to the police. If they do, they'll kill me. She goes on to say that her captors beat her and deprived her of food. Um, according to a statement by the Civil Guard, she told her mother the kidnappers would release her for $50,000. Well, 50,000 euros, but the uh, exchange rate is about even now, so it's $50,000. Anyway, uh, this was not the first time the woman's mother received such a disturbing demand. Investigators later found that the mother previously made three payments totaling $45,000, also in response to the threats on her daughter's life. Uh, police discovered the rules after looking into the daughter's partner, whose family was involved in, a, in the kidnapping plot. Within 24 hours of the initial investigation, authorities discovered that the daughter was unharmed and free to leave on a whim. Uh, on September 5th, police confirmed the arrest of the daughter and four co-conspirators at a slot machine casino. <laughs> Damn. Civil Guard officers reportedly found the fake blood and knife used in the video on the group. All five now face charges of extortion, among other offenses. An update in the Tenerife Weekly said that three of the five has since been released. Somebody snitching. Mm-hmm. If convicted, the group faces at least one to five years in prison. That's it. Um, shockingly, the Tenerife debacle is not only is not the only abduction hoax in recent memory. Earlier this year, the Post covered the case of Sherry Papanini, Papini, the California supermom who pled guilty in April to faking her November uh, six November twenty sixteen disappearance. Papanini, Papi. Papini. 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 Allegedly staged a kidnapping with the help of her ex-boyfriend. Oh, yeah, I think we talked about her on here, too. Whom she sub- subsequently lived with during the three weeks that law enforcement desperately searched for her. Um, in court, she admitted to defrauding the California Victim Compensation Board for $30,000. <laughs> yeah, because I want to say she just really wanted to leave her husband. Damn. Yep. So, shout out to... uh. What's this lady name? Oh, they don't even say her name. This lady, this Spanish lady. Yeah, so she got that forty-five bands out her mom and wanted more. Um, yeah. your mama got forty-five thousand dollars just laying around to just give up. Just, a, just ask her. Shit, call a crackhead. <laughs> um, that's what that lady was. <laughs> Had to be. Yeah, so uh, that's it for us this week, y'all. We want to thank y'all for listening. Amy, mm-hmm. where can they find you on social media? I can be found on all platforms at Amy's 22 cents. That's A-M-Y-S, the number 22, C-E-N-T-S. Uh, you can find me on social media, Preacher underscore BP. You can find the show on social media, DJ Blaze Show, and on Facebook, uh, like the page DJ Blaze Radio Show. Um, y'all email, I mean, uh, message key, Boss Lady 819 just aggravate the hell out of her and then she might cuss me out but I can take it um <laughs> <laughs> uh, email us djbladeshow at gmail.com let us know what you think shout out to uh, Suzy Q for sending in that email and an article about Kanye giving away the shirts on Skid bro. Uh Amy you got anything else before we get out of here oh, nope I'm good how that fundraiser going he did really well I got a lot of work to do word shout out to y'all <laughs> Thank y'all. Oh man, y'all showed out. Thank y'all so mm-hmm. much. So mid November, I will be mailing out to the out of out of town people. Word. Well, thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week. It's your boy B Easy. And it's your girl Amy. And we out. Let those who have ears listen. Whoever you ask, this is the DJ Blaze Show. Blaine Show.